What's going on, everyone? My name is Matt, and this is Matt. Hey, everyone. Uh, as you can see, we like to keep it simple around here. No nonsense. Um, our podcast is called Sustainable Motivation, and our focus is on the different experiences and perspectives people have throughout life. And we just want to cover some strategies that we use to help complete daily tasks, um, deal with stress, develop good habits, and maybe find some new ones along the way. We are by no means experts in any field. Um, this isn't a 10 step program that will bring you success and happiness and make all your dreams come true. Um, what we are interested in is growth. So we just started this podcast to be able to converse and share some tools and practices that, uh, that we've picked up over the years. Um, but we also wanna learn new ones and we wanna you know, share our experience with those new ones with you all um, because we, we know that there's no one-size-fits-all version out there. Everyone is going to have their different experiences. Um, so our first episode is just Matt and I uh, having a conversation about fitness throughout quarantine, motivation to complete tasks, and uh, dealing with social isolation. So without any further explanation, we hope you enjoy our first episode. Thanks and subscribe. <laughs> I think a lot of people when they were in quarantine or isolation, like they, they had to make a choice very early on, mm -hmm. like, Hey, I'm surrounded by all these really comfortable things and really relaxing. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to see anyone. Yeah. Um, like, let's just watch Netflix the whole entire time. Well, I like, I like talking to him about it. Cause he is like a very situations, like very relatable. I think a lot of people are in that situation of like, you know, I used to be in great shape or I used to be motivated and be doing yeah. these things. And for whatever reason, you know, mm -hmm. like, cause like the motive, like what the specific things that like motivate you can like, obviously they change and when you've lost it, you know, you know, you're capable, but you, you're just like, it's all about finding that new thing that's going to get you going. And I like, he's very honest when he talks about how, he hasn't been as good as he knows he could be. Yeah. Cause he used to be in better shape. He used to be, you know, and, uh, and I think more, probably more so than people that are like, have been flatline their whole life. And now that like people that have, cause like everyone it's up and down mm. and they get back to that, that high point, that peak. Most people are probably in that situation, especially with the quarantine where like maybe before things are great quarantine, things dropped off and now they need to find a way to get back up to the level they're at before. Yeah. I think a lot of people get really discouraged too. Cause the moment like they think of it as like so much lost progress mm -hmm. that they're traveling so far in the opposite direction when it comes to like fit or getting like in shape. Yeah. Cause they always use like past versions of themselves mm -hmm. to like mark, like I'll never be in the same endurance shape as I was when I was playing college ball. Yeah. Um, but I'm in different and better shape than I was then, you know, I'm bigger. I like lift, I can lift more, you know, I'm way more mobile than I was when I was playing volleyball now. Um, so I think it just, a lot of people get discouraged, especially with the quarantine. They're like, Oh, I'll, I'll start working out when the gyms come back, you know, and they look for these 
excuses that just prolong them going in the opposite direction instead of just going, well, there's a lot of body weight workouts you can do now. Just yeah. you're not going to be great at them. You're not going to look great the first week, the, the first four weeks, but it's, you got to slowly grind. And I think that's where like Nick, he, he like recognized yeah. and he started doing something and he's slowly grinding. He's doing intermittent fasting. He's doing all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I talked to, it's a guy at work I talked to and he was like, I remember like during the quarantine, he was like, oh yeah, gyms aren't open. Like I'm not going to work out. Like, like I'm not going to eat that healthy. Cause like gyms aren't open. Like, and I'm thinking like, why would you put yourself in an even bigger hole? Like, like very, like, yes, of course, like it's, it's harder to come out in better shape, mm-hmm. you know, in this situation. But why would you want to put yourself, dig yourself even deeper yeah. than you already are? And I think it just like, because then it's going to take that much longer and mm-hmm. that much more hard work to get back. And I think, I think a lot of, I, I have a feeling a lot of people probably thought like he did at the beginning. Um, but I hope it, you know, better late than never, people kind of start to realize that there are plenty of things, even little things you can do to try to maintain a little bit of what you had before. Yeah. And because, you know, that'll make it a little bit easier to get yourself back and, you know, beyond what you were. Uh, I think fitness, for me, the fitness part of it wasn't the hard part. It was... At first, when I was working from home and wasn't doing a whole lot, it was, yeah, I was working out a lot, great, like, but I also could have been filling my time with, you know, things that could help me grow. Yeah. Um, I could have been reading, I could have been studying, all that kind of stuff. And that's something that, like, I honestly haven't picked up on until recently when I'm actually working again. Yeah. Easier. I'm still glad I figured it out, but that's something that I think one regret I have from the quarantine is like, I could have been doing more yeah, with my time. Um, because honestly, I was, I was de- dedicating a lot of it to fitness. Yeah. Oh yeah. You think, um, <laughs> oh, just seven days a week, you know, but I, uh, I could have spread myself out a little more and taken advantage of that time a little better. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it's the same thing, like better late than never that that um, I mean, I devoted the majority of my time same is like, um, uh, but I spread myself out really thin mm-hmm. is I just went, what are all the things that are going to help me focus on this one thing? So I don't focus on, you know, me yeah. breaking up with so and so. And so I was just like, all right, well, you know, studies say you have to work out to, that's going to help you make, uh, help you uh, be like a lot happier. Um, yoga, mobility, flexibility, you know, um, read books. People like, like other people like smart people learn how to cook. Like all, I'm like, okay, let's just get this like wide rounded Renaissance man kind of stuff going on. And then the gyms closed down. And then I was like, okay, these, those two weeks I was like, well, there's no point in, in working out because 
the only things that were, I was doing was like heavyweights, bench press, yeah. machines. I was doing like a lot of sh machines. Every, every aspect of fitness that you can't do not in a gym. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was on all of it. Like I was like, this is great. And then I was like, okay, there was like a week where I was like, just push-up challenges. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is the only thing I can do. I have dumbbells here. And then I was like, okay, let's try to get a little more creative. And I started doing things. I saw that other people were doing things. I was like, okay, this is, this is possible. Not only this is possible, but like trying different things, handstands, you know, kick throughs, all these different movements. I was like, this is fun. Mm -hmm. Cause like I can move way better now than when I was in the gym where I was eating like 3000 calories a day. I didn't have abs and I was just like, I was huge, which is cool, but I didn't like that look as much. And it, and it, it forced you to challenge yourself in a way that if this didn't happen and you weren't forced to stop going to the gym, yeah, you probably, chances are you might have never, or at least not yet figured out, you know? Yeah. You're one, you're capable of doing a lot more able to be creative and be effective still with less. Um, whereas there's a, I mean, you probably tell me better, but there's a chance maybe if this didn't happen, you'd still just be same thing, 3000 calories trying to get as big as possible, you know? No, I, I would have. And, and I think, you know, yeah, probably now you're much more well-rounded and, and uh, probably just better equipped to, handle like I that's the thing now you could probably go back in the gym and go for that just big strong but you would probably be better off now because you have a base a much larger base of fitness mm -hmm. rather yeah. than just lifting weights which I think a lot of people have yeah and I I would constantly come home and like hurt and not like hurt sore like my joints because yeah. I would just try to lift as heavy as possible. And, you know, I'm working out with somebody who's, who's a lot heavier than me and lifting a lot heavier than me. And I'm trying to, to punch up to their weight class and it's like destroying my body. Whereas now, you know, I'll, I'll push myself to like pass the limits, but the moment I, like I can hear my body and when it says, ow, stop. And I go, okay, I'll listen to you for a couple of days rest that part and work on some other body parts. But yeah, no, if quarantine didn't happen, I, I wouldn't be talking to as many people mm -hmm. or catching up with as many people yeah. as I haven't been. And same thing with the reading part is, you know, I feel like I'm way more equipped knowledge base and I have a higher emotional intelligence now, mm -hmm. <laughs> which I, you know, which is ridiculous because I thought it was the dumbest thing in the world for, for people to write down thoughts and, and talk about their feelings as a dude. No. Yeah. I think, I think one of the, the isolation while it can be detrimental, but it can also, it, for me, I think I feel, it made it a little easier for me to be a little more honest with myself and kind of take ego out of, out of the picture. Um, like starting off in terms of like working out, if you're not at a gym with other people there who can see you, you're probably gonna be a little more like, you're not gonna lift with your ego, you're gonna, you're gonna be smarter. And I think in terms of like fitness, I was 
probably making better decisions of, I guess, how I chose to push myself because I wasn't trying to like look good in the gym, you know? Um, and then also, yeah, just in terms of expanding yourself, you know, with reading, with reflection, when you're alone, you don't have to please anyone, you know? Yeah. It's, it's all about you and, and becoming a better you. So definitely, like, I'll be honest, like, I, I talk to myself. <laughs> 14, like, when I, when I wasn't talking to anyone, like, I talk to myself. And I definitely, there'd be times, like, I'd be like, what the hell are you doing? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I think we talked about it before, like, you talk shit to yourself, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it, but, like, that helped me. Like, it helped me, like, you know, if I wasn't being productive or wasn't doing, like, if I was, you know, cutting corners or something, like, I would, I just talk shit to myself. and. Like, what are you doing? Like, I, I do that all the time. And The Rock does it the, the same. He yells, focus, focus. Like, anytime I'm losing focus or I catch myself not doing a, a yep. workout correctly or trying to, like, cut corners, like, like what you're saying, I just go, stop. Yep. Get some help. <laughs> Get some help. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, honestly, like, quarantine, the self-isolation can go both ways. Because a lot of people are finding right now that they are, this is the first time that they're spending with themselves and getting to know themselves and like what they like or what they want um, without any other influences. But also the flip side, like a lot of people purposely like to go to work, go to the gym, hang out with people, watch Netflix, so they're not alone with themselves. And so like, I feel like this is, this is a great opportunity for people to learn about them and unfortunately it's also a great opportunity for them to not learn about themselves and just like dive into super unhealthy decisions like watch all of netflix or you know play video games for like 12 hours straight every day um it's, it's not a, bad but it, it's definitely a situation that can kind of expose you uh because, yeah, people are, are, are afraid to be honest with themselves and what their weaknesses are. Um, oh, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's the, the isolation can do that. But it, then it's, yeah, it's people, when they, when they realize that, they're very quick to jump to other distractions that will yeah. mask them from, you know, being honest with themselves. And I think, yeah, that's why a lot of people don't like to – sit with their thoughts in general because they they may be you know afraid of what they really are mm -hmm. um and i think that while there is reflection that can really only be done with your with your like on your own yeah talking about things with someone that you trust mm -hmm. Is a, is a good way for you to at least start to recognize things about yourself that you might not have said before in like social, uh, like yeah. social engagements where you're trying, you're, you're trying to be someone to please others rather than be someone that you really are. Yeah, no, I mean, and I don't want to stray too far away from fitness because that's what we're talking about, but, um, yeah. but like I think Scott and I were talking last night and he was like, you know, after 
he's mentioned it multiple times. I think he's more shocked than than me. But he's like, after um, like you came back to college, and even Cole came back to college after our dads passed away. Mm-hmm. He was like, you were so well adjusted, like you know. And and I thought of it as like, oh, like Matt was so well adjusted. You know, it doesn't bother him. That's a good thing. You know, he's he's got put a brave face on all that kind of stuff, and. You know, I was, you know, I, I was talking to him. I was like, that actually was like the worst thing I could have done. Cause mm-hmm. like, I didn't, I didn't like deal with it and I dealt with it in like worse ways, but that's the, that's the thing is I get most people just like any type of feeling or confrontation or uncomfortability that they have, they just don't deal with it. And then they never like, anytime somebody talks about like brings up father's day they just break down or they walk away they can't deal with it because they've never just talked normal oh yeah it's it's like it's it's they're just you know prolonging whereas you know if you face it and you and you're able to you know talk about someone be honest with yourself then you can start that healing process yeah if you just prolong it, try to pretend it's the, you know, the pain you have isn't there, you're just going to hold on it, hold on to it for even longer and never truly, you know, uh, enjoy the best word, but you know, you not truly recover from it because, yeah. you're, you know, you're, you're, you haven't been able to admit to yourself what you're actually feeling about it. Yeah. And that, I mean, I, that's why I think like, the social isolation is good for a lot of people to have that because this gives them a good opportunity. Whereas like the daily work life before quarantine, I mean, you're out hustling, you're working, but it's also, you're using that as an excuse to say like, dude, I got a lot, I got a lot on my plate right now. Yeah. You know, I can't deal with you like looking at themselves in the, in the mirror. <laughs> like, Hey, I don't got time for you right now. I'm going to, I got to go hang out with my friends. I just had a long work week, all that kind of stuff. So. And a lot of it, I mean, like, I think for us, like, we're pretty lucky to have a, a, you know, they always say, like, you know, you, you are who you surround yourself with, you know? Yeah. And I think we've we've got a group that's, um, I guess, yeah, emotionally intelligent and at least willing to speak on these things. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's a more comfortable environment for us to talk about these things. Um, that is, I mean, I think, yeah, we're definitely fortunate to have that because not everyone, I think, has that. And I think yeah. that if you're not, if the people who you would consider, you know, your social group and you aren't comfortable talking about that with them, then I'm not saying you shouldn't be friends with them, but you definitely, that's, that kind of relationship with people is something you sh- we need to be seeking out. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I, it's just like, uh, it's, I go back to the Coach Carter quote every single time. Is you know, more for me, I wanted to to like learn how to do this. Not only because it's it's going to help me like mm-hmm. deal with all that kind of stuff, but if I learn how to do it and I can kind of like walk the path a little bit and just like maybe write it out and go, hey, this helped me. You should try doing it too. And so like, just reach back, pull somebody else up so that in the future they can reach back, pull somebody else up. 
because I think this generation has the potential to talk about feelings and be like well-adjusted uh, normal adults. Whereas like my parents were like, um, stop crying now. Well, and it's, it's funny. Actually, this is kind of, so I, I've been rewatching the first season of Arrow mostly because that season uh, gets me really motivated to work out because, because he's jacked. O'Malley is in the best shape of all. Oh, yeah. One. Um, but he, like in this show, and I think a lot of shows and movies, they they portray that hardened, you know, PTSD character that is emotionless, doesn't want to, yeah. you know, um, and it's almost like cool. Yeah. You know, like like I I go, when I first watch a show, I'm like that's that's cool. Like if I go like I want to be able to like go through some shit and just kind of like put on that like stone face. Oh yeah. But, that is not healthy and you're slowly just going to break yourself down or quickly break yourself down. Yeah. That's how you actually think that's how you, you handle the problems that you face. Um, and I think that, yeah, that's something, especially with like a superhero show for like a young man, like you see that and that's badass, right? Oh yeah. Easily. He's, he's kicking ass. Yeah. He's a superhero. He's working out. He's in the best shape of his life. He he's a billionaire playboy during the day. Like that's like it's a you know Batman. Like that's just like everything. But it's yeah, it's just oh, of course it's not realistic. We understand that it's a it's a superhero movie or superhero show. But I think it's definitely something it goes back to that, especially with young men. It's like, why are you crying? You know? Yeah. Man up. Yeah. And, um, I'd say being able to be honest about how you feel takes a lot more of a, I want to say, man, just a, a human being, a person. Yeah. It's a lot more than to just hold everything in. Oh yeah. It's, it's, it's so much tougher. Yeah. It's so, tougher i don't know if i <laughs> it's hard um more hard than uh like i don't know because you really just have to sit there and tackle the feelings that are like and these feelings are so uncomfortable uh and you just have to sit there and 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 tackle them and then just kind of learn how to so this book the art of communicating like this is like tackle your emotions, your suffering, but you're constantly almost in a meditative state as you're doing it. So like anytime that that feeling gets you, don't go to turn on Netflix. Don't go look at your phone on Instagram. Don't um, do something that takes you away from that. Just like slowly breathe in and out. And it should help you like consistently deal with that until it's like, okay. Yeah. That's kind of what, I mean, there's a lot other stuff that that book has to tell you that I can't tell you, but, um, but back to Batman, I feel like Christopher uh, Nolan's Batman, you can actually kind of see that he's not well adjusted. Mm -hmm. Like the, the times that we're alone with him, you can see like, yeah, he's not, he does not have a, it all together and he does not have like a happy life. Yeah. Like material for him doesn't bring a happy ending every single time material lifestyle whereas the arrow you, like he's just like yeah i'm flying every single time yeah i'm doing this because this is the way it's supposed to be done yeah he i say Stephen amell plays the angry character incredibly well yeah um 
Yeah. And yeah, and he's jacked, but you know. And that's, I mean, the, if I'm going to take anything out of that, I'll take workout motivation from that. <laughs> not, not that I have to have a dark and heavy pass to work out, but yeah. that's what I'm going to take from that. I will say, yeah, for me, working out is that I think I always enjoyed it, but I think as, as like, you know, time has passed, it's become more of that meditation for me. Um, no, I totally understand. I've, I've, I've been trying to like actually do the, you know, sit down or lay down and meditate. Mm-hmm. But for me, that's always been, I don't rarely listen to music when I work out. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I, I'll sometimes listen when I run, but if I'm work, like lifting, I pretty never listen to music. Because to me, that's, I, I can, it's a situation I'm comfortable in. Um, and in being in that situation that allows me in my own head to, I think, be more open and honest with myself because I'm doing something I'm comfortable with or enjoy doing. Um, and that's, that's a, in addition to all the other benefits of, of working out, yeah, that's a huge part of it for me and a reason why I don't like taking days off. I, I do multiple sessions because it's just, and especially with with work being you got to kind of have your focus on it the whole time for me at yeah. least getting to work out twice a day is like a relief from that you know i get you yeah, yeah. it's almost like relaxation even though you're pushing your body hard but it's like mental relaxation which i think is incredibly important because you're you're in I feel like with working out just because, and especially as familiar as you are with it and I am with it at this point, because we've been doing it for so long, we're just focusing on like maybe two or three things at most, you know, mm-hmm. spe- like when, when I'm squatting, I'm probably focusing on like three things, you know, are my feet position, are my knees forced outward and is my back straight. And that's all I need to focus on the whole entire time. It, and the like the glute i'm just like that was a good squat sweet let's go for another one definitely yeah because like for a beginner you know if you're if you're trying to figure out the technicalities of working out that's obviously completely different but like yeah when you've done it enough times it's it can become it's super therapeutic relaxing it's not like it's not like you're going through the motions because that makes it seem like you're just sandbagging it but it's you are kind of just you're not thinking as much as you're just doing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, therapeutic, incredibly therapeutic. Yeah. I mean, you're not, I feel like, well, social interactions or like even with a job, there's so many different facets that you have to focus on that you have to be the moment you start work to the moment you end, there are rarely any breaks because you have to be on. Yeah. Everything has to be on. Mentally exhausting. Oh yeah. Yeah. You have to be on the whole entire time that I totally get it. When people come home, because I used to do this, come home, I would feel, I didn't do anything all day. But my brain was on the whole entire day. And I got home and I was like, well, I should just, I should work out. But I was like, no, I'll sit down. I'm exhausted. I worked hard today. I'm going to watch Netflix. I don't have any energy to work out, which is bullshit. Yeah. Because it's the most, I mean, I've done it. Like, Long day at work, you get home, go to the gym. 
and I have so much energy while I'm working out because I because this is something that I like to do and it's proven you know you work out you will have more energy throughout the day so I think for, for two things so one yeah when you get into a routine of like either first thing in the morning or like you know first thing after work you work out of course the more you do it the easier it becomes yeah because you almost feel like you you feel like you've missed something in your day and you don't do it. And then second, I think all of us, you have to be very tired and very exhausted to be too tired to get a workout. And I think uh, you, you need to, every time you're tired, I try to at least try and work out because pretty much every time you realize, oh yeah, I got it. I can do this. Oh yeah is there's barely any times when you wait when you try to go work out and you're like i literally i can't do this right now mm -hmm. and if you and if that's the case that's fine then then it's absolutely the best thing is to take it easy but like yeah even this morning because we were up pretty late on the zoom yeah. i was up at like eight because i just couldn't really sleep in so i didn't have a whole lot of sleep woke up my back's tight you know i was like I really, I really told myself, I'm like, you know, I don't remember the last time I took an off day. Like there'd be absolutely nothing wrong with me taking an off day and it actually might be beneficial. But I said, last night I told Matt, I was going to work out twice. I got to at least work out once. Yeah. So, worked out. I was tired. I got it done. You know, a little bit later. Now I feel great. I'm ready to do it again. Yeah. It's, it's the best feeling. It's, it's such a like yeah like it's the feeling of like because again yeah, not every workout you're like pumped to get into yeah but the more you do it the more you get pumped for your workouts oh yeah when you get into it yeah it's a great feeling i mean it gives you motivation for the whole day and the, like the like you're immediately going okay what's my next workout gonna be I need to make sure I do this, this, and this. Cause you, you just get, I mean, you're accomplishing something. You, it's something you didn't want to do. It's difficult. You do it. You feel like you can take over the world at that point. Cause it's just, it's just the, the confidence of, of accomplishing a task. So it's like when you have a, when you have a to-do list mm -hmm. feeling of crossing something off. Oh yeah and yeah it's it's just you think all right what's next you know um well you go well i could do that that was that wasn't as hard as i thought it would be let's let's go and try something maybe a little harder yeah and you just and it's not like it's this perfect linear progression because of course there's days where you still feel like shit but like, like a heartbeat monitor yeah <laughs> but you ekg yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, it's, it's, uh, it definitely, in the more you do it, the easier it becomes and the less you find those drops. Yeah. 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 So, and, but, but even, even when those drops have it happen, you always, there's always rise mm -hmm. or at least if they drop, you don't let it flatline where you're still using the EKG. <laughs> you don't let it flatline for too long. You make sure there's another spike that goes up. Yeah. So so i mean like my monday workout was for this past week was um tough 
So I made mine this one harder. Yeah. And and I wrote it all down very specifically because I want to know I want to I want to do all this mm-hmm. tomorrow. And same thing with Tuesday. I want I want to look and feel like so prepared by the time this is over. Yeah. And I do that with like consistently getting a workout in each day. Maybe I should go for two. I don't know. <laughs> Good. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. I got nothing else to do. It's, um, yeah. Well, I like to think like, kind of like what I, I sent you last night, like you realize how much more you can do. That's why, like I, I, I mentioned in the message I sent you, when you, when you push yourself hard and you're able to accomplish that, you've earned the right to push yourself even harder. Yeah. But when I look at it, like my potential is like, there's not a peak to it because mm-hmm. every time I push myself, I'm just getting another chance to push it even more, you know? Yeah. So, you know, of course I'm going to get old and not be able to physically do this. What? No. Um, but there's always like, to the day you die, it's all about that growth and continuing to better yourself. It's not like you reach that point where, all right, I reached it. Now I can just chill the rest of my life. You know, it's like, so why would you not try to grow as much as you can now? So by the time you get to, it's like, it's like a game. It doesn't, it's not like level 99. That's the game, you know, like, yeah. Continue going. Why would you not try to reach the highest level ever? You know? No, but I, I think I'm right there with you, but I think a lot of people, unfortunately, either think that way or like have that mindset or they're stuck in their like, there's a part in their life that they have that mindset. Cause you know, I, I know people that say, you know, I, I worked out, I worked out once a week. I'm good. Like I hit my quota yeah. and you know, or they'll try something difficult. They'll go, okay. Um, I learned how to do a handstand for four seconds. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'll never do it again. Cause I did it once or I, I went flying one time. I don't know. It's just like the moment they feel like they got it. We're good. I don't ever have to go there again or push myself farther. And I think it's a very dangerous mentality to keep. It's okay to have sometimes, but to keep that mentality in all things in life, it's just so disappointing. Yeah. For, for you as a person to just go, well, I'll know I'm comfortable. Yeah. And it's, I think, so for, I, 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 I believe that, who we are is, is like a, like a sum of all of our experiences. Right. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't mean they're all positive, yeah. but it's, it's the experience that we grow from, not the plus or minus. Right. And so I think that people might not seek out new experiences, seek out a chance to push themselves because they're worried about that negative, mm-hmm. but you're growing either way. You yeah. know, oftentimes it's the negative ones that I think we grow the most. Um, and if you're not pushing yourself, 
and it's like, okay, think about it this way. If you did 100 push-ups a day, if you start, if you start off, you're probably gonna get some improvement, but you're, if you only do 100 push-ups, you never do more. There's only a certain level you can reach. Yeah. And if that's, what, if that's how you're setting yourself up, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I, I think you just be kind of hold on to hold out of regret if like, okay, I did 100, or I could have done more. And now you got this. You'll never know. Yeah. Yeah. And I think regret is probably one of those, one of the worst feelings. Oh, um, yeah. It's, and I think that a lot of people, hold, and that doesn't make them bad, doesn't make it, you know, but it's a lot of people have that. And we're all going to have it. It's just mm -hmm. when you have, when it comes to things you can control, you don't want to be holding on to that much regret. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I think the majority of times, like when people get regret is like, they're faced with a situation and there's two things. There's, okay, well, what if I don't do that? There's, that's where the regret comes in. But what if I do this and it's gonna be uncomfortable? And those two, those two feelings clash with each other like almost every single time on this like cost benefit analysis going into each situation. And unfortunately, a lot of the time, people would rather not feel uncomfortable and they would rather live with this. Well, okay, what if, what if I did that? Or what if I, what if I said this, what if I asked this girl out? Yeah. You know, what if I, um, you know, what's the worst thing that happened? She, she says, no, okay, well then now I know, I have my answer. I think that's a big part is, is that when you face with the yeah, decision like that is you got to tell her, all right, well, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. And usually the worst that can happen really isn't that bad. Yeah. It's like the smallest amount of uncomfortability. She says no. Oh, okay. Like, you know, and, and I think, yeah, if people, I think, yeah, that, and that, that takes like, you know, taking that time to self-reflect and actually think about the situation is huge. And that's just, I mean, that doesn't take a lot of time. Yeah, but it's uh, it, I think it helps a lot. Is, yeah, yeah, I th I think you sometimes and like everybody needs to be pushed into not like bad situations, but you need to push yourself into uncomfortable situations because the more you do that, the more you can live like such a more full life. Yeah. So like if I mean we've all in school had to give um, presentations. All right. And we'd have to speak in front of our peers, which is like at a younger age, that is like the most terrifying thing possible. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to stutter. I'm going to like say, um, 50 times and somebody's going to count me. You run, you run through every single thing that could like, oh, that could go wrong. Then, and, and it's just like this chain of like, yeah, just bad shit. <laughs> and you're, you're, you're letting this like, it's not even happened yet. You're letting this fear of like the unknown rule your whole day, two weeks before leading up to the presentation where it's just, yeah, yeah. you're gonna do the presentation. Yeah. You can do everything you're, you can prep for it, you can practice and uh, you know, you can, you can, uh, you can do your research, uh, research. Yeah. That's it, that's all you can do. You, I think it's funny like, it was like, yeah, I was always incredibly nervous to go and 
do my presentation. But one thing I started to learn, and it's funny, I actually, part of this I got from a, a bro science video. Yeah. But so in the video, he was like, he was talking about being new to the gym. And he's like, you know, you're scared. You know, you think everyone's going to judge you. You got the big hoodie on because you don't want people to see you. <laughs> you. He's like, in reality, no one gives a shit. Yeah. You know, like no one's looking at you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I started to think about that. Like when I would watch someone else present, like I sat there most of the time, you're not paying attention. You know, yeah. if they mess up, you're just like, oh, okay, whatever. And I started to think, like, remind myself, like, yeah, most people probably don't give a shit what I'm saying. So, and I walk out of that class, I don't remember any of the presentations that happened. Yeah. Most likely, most people aren't remembering it either. So, what's the big deal if you screw up, you know? And that actually helped me a lot. And it helps me, continues to help me, is you just think about, like, yeah, it's really not that big a deal. People probably don't really care that much. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's just kind of a weird way to think of it, but like, think of how you see that person who might be really scared and just realize how you're, you know, I'm not saying everyone's like this, but you're probably not judging them, you know? Yeah. People know what that's like. So it's really like, yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, really not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I, I think um, the more types of uncomfortable situations you're put into the next time comes around you are way more adjusted and prepared for that same situation so if you've given i mean you've given a lot of people who are really good speakers have done this for a really long time and have messed up a ton mm -hmm. ceos entrepreneurs they've opened a lot of businesses that fail they put the, they consistently put themselves in uncomfortable situations and do are, are successful because that un uncomfortability doesn't um, doesn't drive them away. Yeah. And that regret doesn't show up. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. I mean, I, I say the same thing with people for working out. Like if you're uncomfortable working out or you think you're going to be bad at it, you're right. But at some point, you're going to be good at it. It's going to be a lot, a lot more comfortable. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a, I'm bad at it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. You know, everyone starts, I'm not going to say everyone starts at zero because some people are just, you know, gifted. But yeah, uh, <laughs> it, yeah it's, what is it? What's the a, a journey of a, a thousand miles starts with a, single step is that the sounds good to me yeah I, don't know. I use the i use the adventure time one where it's um the first uh the first step of being good at something is sucking at something yeah for a bit and so i mean when i when i tried to lift uh i think my first workout session with uc merced um the club volleyball so i was with nick i was with i i was with jordan um and they were like can you lift a, a plate and i was like, yeah i can lift a plate and so i you know i i did like five and then i could not get the bar off of me and this is a bunch of people that i just met and who said and, and like i told them i can lift this yeah and it was super uncomfortable but you know i can live more than that now 
Yeah. And I didn't think too much. It didn't stop me from working out with him again. Exactly. So, I don't know. Yeah. Food for thought. And I think for me, a lot of it is like, when I look back at where I started and where I came, I'm like, look how far I've come. It motivates me. Like, I know I can go even farther because I've already came this far, you know? Yeah. I've made this much improvement. I can do it again, you know? And... And that's why I think about that with everything. I think about that with working out. I think about like, look how much like knowledge I've learned from here to a year ago, from, from here to two months ago. Like, I think it's really cool. Like if you just put your head down and work and try to put yourselves in new experiences and be uncomfortable. And then like, you just grind through the whole year. And then at the end of the year, like you stick your head back up and you look over and you're like, damn, that's a different person over there. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty, that's why I hope a lot of people are doing during quarantine. What's that? I said, that's what I hope a lot of people are doing during quarantine, but. I think a lot of people, uh, especially like when it comes to fitness, they, you know, they go for a run they lift where well, they lift once and then the next day look themselves in the mirror and they're like, well, where are the abs? Like, where are my muscles at? They're so confused. And then, and then, and then they do it again. And the very next day, like, where is it? And it's, yeah, it's not, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's give, you got to give yourself time to improve. And I think if you understand that it's that it's a process, you'll you're not as like because like if you think it's instantaneous and it doesn't happen instantaneously chances are you're gonna give up right there because yeah and it's just when you're you know going back to being honest you know honest you gotta be honest yourself you know i know i'm pretty shitty at this you know i know i'm in horrible shape right now so it's not going to be quick mm -hmm. but if you know that and you understand that you're not going to be upset when you're you don't have a six pack in a week but you recognize the improvements that you make yeah use those to help you know keep keep yourself motivated so to even add on that i i like to because i obviously everybody's got that end goal they want to look like you know stephen amell in in arrow like completely jacked and but I think I, I like to think of it more in because I have that same goal. But what helps me get through each workout is I want to be able to do this movement correctly with as much control as possible. And that those are like tiny little ladder rungs for me or like steps where I can go, OK, now I can do this handstand for four seconds. Now, that actually means that I've built the muscle to hold that for four seconds. Well, it's it's because it's like those are things that can be measured but also things that aren't like there's a like you can get as jacked as possible but like there is a point where you can't get any like you won't get jacked yeah more ripped but i can always push myself to lift a little heavier to run a little faster yeah um to hold my handstand longer and if you're and i think when people if you start to focus more on the performance mm -hmm. that helps the end result it helps the end result because yeah for fitness 
it's all intertwined. Oh yeah. You know, it's very, very hard to be, you know, strong, fast, mobile, and not look good. You know exactly. Like but they almost always come hand in hand. But it's definitely possible to look pretty good, but not be able to perform. Yeah. I think yeah, if, if you if people instead of focusing on how you look and go more off how you feel physically in that improvement, they'll be able to sustain working out much. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be way easier to sustain that because you're constantly seeing the progression rather than reaching this point being like, okay, well now what? Like, you know, cause you get hung up on looking, like you said, get hung up on looking at yourself and going, well, I don't, it's not here yet. Or if it, if it is here, it could be bigger. Yeah. Whereas like, each before each new movement or performance that I that I do, I can go, oh, I I kind of have it, or this kick through I kind of have. Oh, now I can do this kick through. Now let's try to do this kick through slow. Oh, now I can do it slow. Let's try to do it um, like forward instead of laterally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just been super helpful in my confidence in working out because it gives me these small successes throughout the time where I'm like sweet. I'm constantly pushing myself to do, do new things. I've reached that one. Let's try something new. And then by the end, I look in the mirror and go, okay, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I think like looking good is like, that's a great part of it, you know? Yeah. But it's, yeah. It's, it's a nice it's, surprise. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, the being able to perform is a very, definitely is a confidence builder. Yeah. 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 <laughs>